How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 34 Chapter 9 This is Season 34 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 9. In this episode, we will be talking about the implications of progressivism from the standpoint of the imperative to destroy the context. To start out, as the bounds of permissible speech become narrowed, the rules of conventionality legislated, the state becomes an arbiter of human conduct to a degree never visited in the past. Where even the simplest non-conformist act can be criminalized, we begin to see the development of a form of non-consensual government never seen before in so-called democratic states. The legislation of permissible speech, curtailment of freedom of association, the undermining of the dialectical generation of reaction to action, of movement to counter-movement, sees the rise of a kind of majoritarian totalitarianism. But what are the implications to this theory? This theory cultivates multiplicity. It defies the limitation of context. A society where context rules, where context is focused, a particular kind of human thought emerges. Subservient to the will of the majority, it abides no contrary movements, no counter-dialectic. It criminalizes any thought which is against the well-being of the majority, understood to be defined however they want to define it. Criticism becomes misinformation. Counter-movements become insurgencies. When the party line of the majority becomes the only permissible speech, we are left with a state without movement. A system without voices. There is only one uniform voice, the voice of the majority. But what happens to democracy when there is no dialogue? What happens to discourse, when there is no opposition? We exist in a time in Western countries, some Western countries, on the brink of a majoritarian coup d'etat. A place in history where criticism becomes misinformation. We may have to blame the right as much as the left. The proliferation of dissonant consensualities creates stresses which democratic societies struggle to funnel into past historical movements. As the forms of resistance become finer, the society begins to broaden the lens of criminalization. If every non-conformist act can start a revolution, from the simplest act, like refusing to wear a hijab, then the state must broaden its approach to criminalization to remain in power. When we wrote that refusing to take one's jacket off in a hot and humid room, through the smallest of gesture, one can start a revolution, we neglected to foresee the inevitable action of the state, to broaden its approach to criminalization. After all, power desires power, and those in power see an opportunity. If they can't control our smallest non-conformist choices, which become revolutionary, then they must control the dialogue, eliminate the counter-movement, the dialectical option. By narrowing the range of permissible speech, they can render all contextually meaningful according to their narrative. But, multiplicity is revolutionary. In seeing the many-layered meaning in another's action, you are escaping the emulsion of context, the single narratives they wish to generate and propagate. They can restrict the narratives we hear, but they cannot limit our ability to perceive the manifold layers of expression in the simplest of conversations. A society with a single narrative is not a democracy. A society with limitations on permissible speech set by the government is not a democracy. A society without freedom of association is not a democracy. Sure, they may say they just want to ensure that truthful information gets to the public, but who decides what is truthful? There are dialectical narratives for every narrative. 
The democratic process and the court systems in democratic countries are facilitated by free expression. If we cannot trust our judiciary to find the facts, then we cannot trust our government to enact the truth. And how are we supposed to find the truth if the process of dialogue is impeded? Of course, they have an answer for that. They decide the truth. They decide who speaks. They decide who assembles. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment, and subscribe.